Hello there, welcome to Revelation from the Heart podcast, bringing you timely teaching from the Word of God. I'm your host, Minister Paula Cornett. I would love to stay connected with you online. You can visit my website at www.paulacornett.weebly.com. From there, you can access my social media links as well as join the mailing list and receive updates right to your inbox. Be sure to like my page on Facebook at Paula Cornett Ministries, follow me on Instagram, or subscribe to my YouTube channel, Revelations from the Heart. I am so excited for what the Lord has in store for you today, and I hope that you will be encouraged by today's message. Well, grab your Bible. Let's get into today's episode. Hello there once again. Welcome to this week's podcast, Revelations from the Heart. I'm your host, Minister Paula Cornett. This is episode number 43. And this episode is going to be about being led by the Holy Spirit. I'm so glad that you joined me and I hope that you got a chance to listen to last week's episode. I had special guest revivalist Chad McDonald. He is the voice of revival and it was just such a powerful, powerful episode. I just thank God uh, for his willingness to be a part and hope to have him back again. And if you didn't listen to that episode, you want to go back and listen to it because it's a very powerful episode. I also want to encourage you to be sure to visit his website and um, purchase some of his books. You can get them straight through his website and also um, on Amazon. So you want to go back and listen to episode 42 with revivalist Chad McDonald. Well, we got a wonderful episode that I'm ready and just excited for you to hear. Uh, Today we're continuing with... Uh, being led by the Holy Spirit and been talking about the Holy Spirit for several weeks and this probably will continue for a few more weeks because it's such a vast topic and as always you know not no one person can ever say everything that there is to say about the Holy Spirit because it's just so much it's, it's just so much but he's so good And so we're going to discuss today, um, you may be asking yourself this question, how do I know if the Holy Spirit is leading me or not? How do I know if it's the Holy Spirit or how do I know that it's, it's, it's not just me, um, talking to myself and, and, and how, how do I differentiate between the two? Well, the Bible says in Romans 8 and 14, and if you have your Bible, you can go ahead and turn there, but it says in Romans, um, 8.14 it says for as many as are led by the spirit of God these are the sons of God and actually in the original Greek it um says it the flip it's it's it says it, it it says it reversed it says for as many by the spirit of God are being led these are the sons of God so the sons of God will be led by the spirit of God and so you are you a son of God? Are you a daughter of God? Then you're going to be led by the Spirit of God. If you're not a son of God, you're not going to be led by the Spirit of God. All right? So you have a right. If you're a daughter of God, if you're a son of God, you have a right to be led by the Spirit of God. And sometimes, quite often, and those of us that function and rely on the Holy Spirit a lot, Sometimes I pause throughout the day and I have to say, Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, show me which way to go. Holy Spirit, show me which, what to do if I'm undecisive about something or I need wisdom. I need wisdom in a situation. I'll ask the Holy Spirit what to do and he'll, he'll just come and he'll just tell me. 
exactly what to do and how to handle the situation. So um, the episode before last week's episode, we I started to talk about how Jesus mentioned that the Holy Spirit, uh, he gave the word for the Holy Spirit comforter in John 14 and 16. And I just want to refresh your memory with that portion of scripture. It says, and I pray the Father, and he will give you another helper or comforter that may be able that may abide with you forever all right and so just very powerful um episode i think it was episode 41 you need to go back and listen to that if you didn't get odd to go into depth about um what that word means and how that jesus was going before the father and pleading our case uh and saying you know we got to leave some something else here for them and so God has left the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is not another something different from Jesus but the Holy Spirit is Jesus himself is actually it is his presence himself and the Holy Spirit is a person the Holy Spirit is not a it the Holy Spirit is not a she the Holy Spirit is a he Jesus refers in John several times as he will lead you into all truth he 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 uses that pronoun several, several, several times to let us know that the Holy Spirit is a he. And he, he talks to you just like I'm talking to you, but it's not like out loud audible. When he talks to you, it's it's an inner knowing. It's on the inside. And um, he talks to you. And when you ask for his help, he will help you. He will help you do complex things. He will help you do small tasks. He will help you. He will help you do whatever you need and that this word um comforter is the greek word parakletos and just to sum it up it's it's a it's a word that's compounded together it's two words paro and kaleo and when you put them together it just means one that's going to come alongside of you someone that's going to help you out the holy spirit is here to help us all right he's here to help us day to day the holy spirit is on standby for you He's on standby. He's waiting to help you. He's your personal counselor. He's a trainer. He's your coach. All right. Now, I, I think when I think about the term coaching, I can't help but think about my father who um, was a coach for 30 plus years. I can't remember the exact number, 35, maybe 33, some, somewhere around there. But I know it was 30 plus years that he was a coach. And my dad was great in every sport. Um, he was very good at football, basketball, track, wrestling, swimming. I mean, baseball. He he could play every he could play every sport. I mean, and played him very very well. And so, he was a coach. Coached a lot of kids in the city. It's very rare that I go out with my dad for dinner or lunch or just just you know hanging out that a student would come up to him and recognize him and just you know be very glad to see him but all the time that he was coaching those children he spent time coaching me as well and one of the things that sticks out in my mind more than than anything is that he coached me with studying and he actually sat me down and helped me identify like my study skill or, or what what's my strength in studying what i have to do uh, my br- older brother, he didn't have to study. He could go and didn't even have to go to the class. He could take a test and 
he would pass it with flying colors i don't know how the brother does it but he does but me on the other hand i had to study i had to study and i have to know the information and know that i know it um, in order for me to be okay with taking the test but my dad i remember him sitting me down and several nights when he would get home from work and i didn't realize you know all that was on his plate at the time but looking back i was like man and he took time with me and the fact that he did that uh as he he served i looking back it's like he served as a coach all right he he showed me what to do he didn't do it for me now one thing that my parents never did is they never did our homework for us we had to do it ourselves i know of some kids that their family members or their parents do their homework for them write their papers for them no we had to do everything ourselves now they would give us instructions and tell us you know what to do or show us what to do but they didn't do it for us and just like with the coach a coach doesn't do it for you but a coach is there to give you the encouragement that you need to give you the push that you need they show you how to do things and how to master a skill and that's what the holy spirit does he doesn't do it for us but he's there to help us to coach us along the way as i'm getting these podcasts ready I've mentioned before, so many times I have to pause and say, Holy Spirit, show me what to do. Holy Spirit, show me what to say. I've never been trained in graphics. I've never been trained in any of this stuff. I've never been trained in podcasting or never been trained in in, um, audio and sound and all that stuff. But the Holy Spirit has helped me to be able to do everything that I need to do. Because if you sit around and wait, you'd be sitting around. All right, you got you got to move. And so the Holy Spirit is there like a personal counselor, like a trainer, like a coach. He's there helping us. And he doesn't necessarily, he won't do it for us, but he'll tell us what to do. He'll show us what to do. And he also will show us what not to do. As a trainer, as a coach, they'll tell you what not to do. When they're training you to do something, they'll tell you, what not to do when i was my dad was teaching me how to study what not to do is don't wait till the last minute don't want to wait till the last minute to cram the information in study as you go along and then that way when the by the time the test comes all you have to do is review and you're able to give the information like you need to so we must be willing to listen to the holy spirit when he tells us to do and what not to do and how you how you get to the to the place and the point where you list you listen to the Holy Spirit, he'll he'll start small with things to do. He might tell you something as simple as um so like for example, you may be out and if the skies look clear, but he may tell you to bring 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 this in because it's going to rain and you'll be like well it doesn't look like it's going to rain but i'm just gonna i'm just gonna follow this prompting you bring it in and there's a bad storm and you'd be like i'm so glad so many times that's happened where i've had a prompting to do something and i said i'm gonna listen to this prompting and it was the holy spirit i knew it was the holy spirit because i looked if i wouldn't have listened this would have happened if i would have listened i would have i would have been that so you got to be willing to listen and you got to be willing to be obedient to what the Holy Spirit will tell you what to do. Because if God can't trust you with the small tasks, he can't trust you with the big tasks either. A lot of times, the Holy Spirit is prompting people to do things, but they're not obedient and they don't act on those things. Like if someone throughout the week 
comes across your heart. This has happened so many times where I might see a see see the, they say I was thinking about you all week, but the Holy Spirit was nudging at your heart. What are you gonna do with that? You're gonna just think about that person, or are you gonna pray for them? When that person comes across your heart, you don't know what that person may be going through. In fact, I sent a text today to someone that I know. They had been on my heart all day. And I, I was at work and I said, let me take just a moment and let me send them this text really quick and just let them know I'm thinking about them. And so I, I did that and come to find out they were dealing with the situation where their family member was in the hospital and they needed prayer. And so I said, I knew that you were on my heart all day for a reason. I was, I've been, when I say thinking about that, I was praying for them. And then I said, let me send them this, let me send them this text and just, you know, let them know that, you know, I, I, I hear the Lord and he's, he's, he's directing me, um, just, just to reach out to them. So when, when, when somebody comes across your heart like that, send them a card, send them a text. You don't know what people might be going through. Pray for them. And let them know, I'm praying for you today. I was thinking about you today, praying for you. And I assure you, every time you do that, I've never known a person that says, well, everything's fine. Or, you know, and nothing, any time when I, when I listen to that prompting from the Holy Spirit, that person has been going through something where they needed some encouragement, where they have needed some encouragement. So it's so very important that we're willing to listen and that we're willing to obey, Okay. Because God, when you listen to the Holy Spirit, you will have success. You will have success. God doesn't bless our programs. He doesn't bless our ideas. Okay? But God blesses His ideas. See, there's a difference between a good idea and a God idea. A good idea is just that, a good idea. And you're going to have to carry it out in your strength. But a God idea is from God. And a God idea, God finances that. God makes provision for that. So always remember when you're doing things, is this a good idea or is this a God idea? So you want to focus in on the God ideas. You must learn to listen to the Holy Spirit if you want to be successful. Now, we're going to look at this really quick in Matthew 9 and 27. It's a... It's a um, it gives us a example of... A time when Jesus was not led to heal. Now, I used to always think that, you know, Jesus just healed everybody he came in contact with. But being a minister myself, there are times when you're not led to pray for people. Say, what? Yes, there are times. I don't pray for every person that tells me that they're sick. Not that I don't want to. But sometimes I'm, I'm, not, I'm not led to pray for them. Right there at that moment. There have been times when I may know something about an individual that they're sick or what have you, but I'm not always, uh, you know, I wait for the leading of the Holy Spirit to see what He wants me to do because He knows the situation. Okay, Matthew 9 and 27. And we're going to read this portion of Scripture. And it says, When Jesus departed from there, two blind men followed Him, crying out and saying, Son of David! Have mercy on us. And when he had come into the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. 
Then he touched her eyes, saying, According to your faith, let it be to you. And their eyes were opened, and Jesus sternly warned them, saying, See that no one knows it. Let's pray real quick. Father God, we just thank you today. We thank you for the ability to come together once again through the medium of this podcast. I thank you, Lord, for everyone that is hearing my voice, Father God. I pray that they not just hear my voice, but that they hear the voice behind my voice, Father God, that they hear your voice. And I thank you, Lord, for speaking to our hearts. I thank you for your Holy Spirit that is present with each and every one of us right now. I thank you for revealing your word even more and more to us, Father God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So here we have this situation in the book of Matthew where two blind men are following Jesus. And it says that they're crying out. Okay, so they're following him. So that means that they were following him. They were tired. This word followed, it means to follow, to tirelessly accompany someone. To constantly be at the side of an individual. To follow after someone or something in a very determined and purposeful way. So they were not just, they were following him. Like right up on him, close by, following him, following wherever he went, wherever he moved. They were following him and it says, and they were crying. So they weren't just like, hey Jesus, hey Jesus, whispered. It wasn't that he couldn't hear them. They were screaming, they were yelling, they were exclaiming. This word crying means all that. Or it means to cry out at the top of one's voice, to shriek in urgent shout, a loud outburst. So here they were following Jesus. So it wasn't that he didn't see them. It wasn't that he did not hear them. But for whatever the reason, the Holy Spirit did not tell him to just turn around and say, be healed. He didn't tell him that. Now, sometimes in, in a service, um, at the end of doing the altar call, people come and line up across the front. And I'm led by the Holy Spirit who to pray for first. Sometimes I might start in the middle. Sometimes I may start on the end. Sometimes I may start on the left end, the right end. Sometimes I might not even start with those people that are lined up there. I might walk out into the crowd. But I'm being led by the Holy Spirit on who to pray for first. Sometimes the first person, you know, the the, the faith, you know, I, I, I can grab that, that, see that faith and they're ready while others might have to get ready before I get to them. So Jesus wasn't led. So these, these men, they were continuously screaming and yelling and following Jesus. But Jesus kept walking despite... They're crying despite their yelling, despite their screaming, despite them continually doing this. He did not respond to them because he wasn't led. He did not sense the anointing to pray for them. You may be in a situation where you've been petitioning the Lord with your request. And God may seem like he hasn't responded yet. Let's just It's just not time. That person you've been praying for... They're just not quite ready. That situation that you've been believing for a breakthrough, it's just not time yet. But hold on though, because be it unto you according to your faith. Do you believe that it will come to pass? Do you believe that your son or your daughter will get off those drugs, that they will stop 
uh, drinking the alcohol? Do you believe that your marriage can be restored? Do you believe that your financial situation can turn around? Do you still believe? See, you got to believe in order to receive. And God is able to do anything but fail. So Jesus was following the leading of the Holy Spirit. He said this. He said this. He said that. Let me go back up here. Where am I at? And when they had come into the house and followed him all the way into the house. The blind men came to him and said to and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? And they said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, let it be to you. So they had to have faith. Say, This is on your own. You guys are gonna have to get this on your own, Scott, because I don't sense no anointing. I don't sense the Holy Spirit leading me. But be it according to your faith. And they were healed because they have faith. Now Let's look at another instance in uh, Luke 5 and 17. We're going to look at the contrast here. Luke 5, 17, it says, Now it happened on a certain day, as he was teaching, that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. So in this instance, we see that the power of the Lord was present to heal them in this situation. There's often times where as you pray for people, you can sense the faith rising. You can sense the anointing for healing. You can sense the anointing for the prophetic you know that it's, it's time to speak a prophetic word. You can sense the anointing for deliverance. You can, you can sense these things when you're led by the Holy Spirit. You can sense when, when that anointing is there. When that anointing is there, you can sense the, the very presence of God. When I was, the very, one of the very first times that I ministered in a church outside of my home church, it was at a youth event and... Um, my plan was to go preach my message and sit down because I had never done an altar call before and I sure didn't know how to I didn't know how to do one I would never done one before so I got finished with my message and um, I think I pretty I, if I remember correctly I think I preached on ministering on renewing the mind and so I went, and my plan was going pretty good. I went and sat down, and I thought I was just going to, that was going to be it. The pastor would close it out or what have you, and I was just, Phew. So the pastor gets up there, and he says, I'd like for Minister Paula to come up and do an altar call. And my heart sank. I said, oh, Lord. And so you could hear my heart pumping, like, out of my chest. I felt like my palms got sweaty. And I thought, oh, my goodness. My plan has been thwarted. And so um I I you know went up to the to the platform and as I'm walking up there I'm just like oh no oh no oh no oh no and of course all eyes are on me as I'm walking up to the platform and so I don't hear a thing. I mean nothing. So I get up there, get the microphone and I was just like 
oh my goodness, I could just, just run out the room. So I, I, I panned the audience and I tried to look like I had this like serious anointed look on my face because I didn't want them to sense the fear that was really, really, really in my heart. And so um, as I panned the audience, I said to myself, Holy Spirit, show me what to do. And at the, as soon as I said that, I heard my voice speak. <laughs> and I, I called up, I said, those that are, I think it's like the ages of 25 and younger, come to the front. So the altar was full, full of people. So I thought, oh, great, what am I going to do now? And so I heard the Holy Spirit say, pray for them one by one. So I said, well, okay. So I started to pray for them. I prayed for the first one. I didn't sense anything. I couldn't say, you know, I'm just praying by faith, really. I got to the third one. Still, it's like, oh, man, okay, well, I'm, oh, praise God, I'm just praying for these folks, you know. Got to the fifth one. All right, you know, I just keep praying, looking down like, oh, Lord, there's about 15 more people to pray for, my goodness. So then I got to about the eighth person. It was a young man, I'll never forget this. When I got to him, his hands were lifted. When I reached my hand to pray for him, I I was encompassed at that moment by the presence of the Holy Spirit. And I tell you, it felt like fire. It felt like fire. And I could I sense that presence even right now. And not only did I feel it, but that young man felt it too. Because as soon as I lifted my hand to place my hand on his forehead, the power of God hit him and he just he started to um shake and tremble all over and I thought oh man what do I do now what do I do now what do I do now and I tell you it's like my it's like I was doing and then my mind was trying to catch up with what I was doing I couldn't stop myself you know I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't think about it I didn't have time to think about it and so the next thing I know it comes out of my oh, it comes out I say fire fire and the power of God just hit him, you know, even that much more. So then it's like I had a surge of energy. So I thought, man, I should probably go back and pray for all those other people. But I, I didn't do that. And so it was just a mighty, powerful time of the Lord. Now, in and of myself, in and of my I had, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. But when I asked the Holy Spirit to show me what to do, and as I stepped out in faith, and knew, I know that he's with me, and I know that he's for me. And so this was the first time that, you know, I had did an altar call, like hands on by myself, nobody there. You know, I'm not doing an altar call with someone else. This was, this was, this was, you know, God was using me to do this, this altar call. And so uh, the power of God was released and people were uh, just being blessed by the power of the Lord. So sometimes when you pray for people, you might not. You don't always feel goosebumps or you don't always, you know, you don't always feel something. You can't go by a feeling. Sometimes you got to go by faith that you, that I know that you're with me and I know that you're in me. And sometimes it's the people that I've prayed for that I don't sense not a thing that will come back and say, well, you prayed for me, uh, the power of God. And I, 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 I didn't sense anything. I, I would have thought that they weren't getting it or they didn't receive. 
So we got to be led by the Spirit of God. All right, we got to be led by the Spirit of God in, in all things. And even so much more in the day which we're living in because we get so much information. Some of the information we get is false. Some of the information we get is true. You have to be wise enough to discern what's the truth from what's not the truth. All right, now we live in a day and time where lies have been spewed through the television every day, all day long. And some people believe those lies. So people don't know how to decipher me between what's it. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what the truth is. He'll tell you. He'll tell you exactly what's going on. He'll tell you exactly what's going on and what's, what's happening. So even Jesus himself, he was led by the Spirit of God. He was led by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was Jesus' power part in ministry. The Bible says in Romans 8, 14, I opened up with that and it said that as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Or say it this way in the original Greek, it says for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, for as many as by the Spirit of God are being led. The word led is the word ago and it means to lead. It depicts an animal being led by a rope around their neck. Who follow wherever their owner led them. The owner would tug and pull. And the animal followed to be led by a gentle tug or pull. This word forms the root of the Greek word agnon. Which describes an intense conflict. Such as a struggle in a wrestling match. Or a struggle of the human will. So God doesn't make you be led. (laughs) You got to be willing to be led. So the Holy Spirit, he's out front. He's tugging and he's pulling. And sometimes our mind and our spirit are tugging to what we need to do or what we should do and what we should not do. Sometimes we don't always understand the Holy Spirit's leading. Sometimes we don't always understand what he's leading us to do, what he's leading you to do. But just do it. You will get amazing results. I remember a time when um, there was a lady. Uh, well, the, the, on Monday, usually I'm off on Monday from from work. I do other things, but I'm off from uh, working, and so I take that time to uh, relax, rela- re- re- just rest and relax. A lot of times, um, stay at home, stay close to home. But on this particular day, my mom and I we went to lunch, and. Um, Nope, nope, nope. This is not the that's not the story I want to tell. This is what I want to tell. This was after church that this happened. We went to a restaurant to eat, hungry, ready to eat. So stopped at this restaurant to eat. The waitress, she's coming, waiting on us, and as she's waiting on the Holy Spirit, just starts to download information about her. So I said, okay, well, I like coming here to do is eat, you know. But and every time that I have a waitress, I, I you know, this might not happen every time, but quite often. It does. And so uh, I could just sense that she just needed some encouragement. She needed some encouragement. And so uh, I said, well, Holy Spirit, what, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to How you want me to do this? How do you want me to you know, handle this? How do you want me to speak to this woman? And so he said, well, at the end, when you give her her tip, put the tip in her hand, and that's when you, that's when you, that's when you talk to her. So I said, okay. So we, you know, I ate our food and everything. So as we was leaving... Um, get ready to to leave. I uh, got a got a tip, got a nice nice tip, and um, what the Holy Spirit told me to give her, 
And when I tip, I don't give, you know, just what is it, 10, 20, I give whatever the Holy Spirit tells me to give that I have to give, you know. And um, I folded up and I placed it, placed it in her hand and I uh, started to say what the Lord told me to say to her. And um, she looked at me and she tears, you know, just started to come down her face and she came and sat next to me. This was before the COVID. Okay. So she came and sat in the booth, in the booth next to us. And she started to share some of the things that was happening and going on. And, and so I prayed for her right there. And I said, we stop by today, you know, and God just wanted me to let you know that he loves you and he cares about you. And, um, just, you know, you stay encouraged. And I can't remember everything that I said to her, but I know, I, you know, I encouraged her. So the Holy Spirit, he knew what she needed. Now, I didn't, I didn't know nothing about that lady. I come in there to eat. I was hungry. I wasn't necessarily thinking about her. But when you're led by the Spirit of God, when you're led by the Spirit of God, He will give you the things to say to people, to touch people's lives. And at that moment, God gave me a word of knowledge about her. I'd never met this woman before. I couldn't even tell you if you put her in a lineup what she looked like if I saw her again. But all that I know is that the Holy Spirit was leading me to say something to her and to be a blessing to her that day so you got to be willing to be led by the holy spirit and you will see supernatural results and i'm telling you god does not disappoint he does not disappoint and living a life with the holy spirit is a life that's exciting it's a life that is just it's, it's amazing it is amazing and a lot of times i can speak personally that when the Holy Spirit reveals something or shows something, I just be like, Holy Spirit, you are just, I tell you something else. I just, I just love the Holy Spirit. So be encouraged today and be sensitive to what the Holy Spirit is telling you to do. What he's telling you to do, what he's revealing for you to do. He may be telling you to just call somebody and encourage them. He may be leading you to send a letter to someone. He may be leading you to mend a broken relationship. The Holy Spirit may be leading you just to, to send somebody some money in the mail or to bless somebody's ministry or just to be able to listen to what the Holy whatever he's telling you to do. And you know what that is. You know what that is. Someone that's listening, he's been dealing with you concerning something strong. And you're saying right now to yourself, Mr. Polyboy, she sure is reading my mail. That's the Holy Spirit. Whatever that thing is that he's telling you to do, that he's been telling you to do, and you just be pushing it to the side, you better be obedient to what he tells you to do. He better be obedient to what he tells you to do. God loves us. He would never tell us to do something that's going to hurt us or to harm us, but to help us. To help us. To help us to be better. He may be telling some of you. You're in relationships that you need to get out of. That you don't need to be in that relationship. The Holy Spirit's been nagging at your heart. Now if you're married. I'm not talking about that. But some somebody is in a relationship. Boyfriend, girlfriend relationship. That you don't need to be in this relationship. You need to listen to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Whatever he's telling to you, some somebody, the Holy Spirit's been telling you something to do for you to receive your healing and you've been disobedient and you haven't done it. Or you've just been lazy and not wanting to do it. Do what the Holy Spirit tells you to do. Tells you to do, be willing and obedient to what he's telling, telling you to do. And as we know, we're living in the end times. We're living in the last days. 
We need the guidance of the Holy Spirit to navigate, to navigate this storm, to navigate through this evil, to navigate through the things that have taken place, that have happened. My prayer is, Lord God, don't let me be deceived in this hour. Don't let me forfeit my relationship with you. Don't let me believe the lies of the enemy. Show me the truth in this hour. And use me for your glory. Help me to stand. Help me to stand in the midst of adversity. Help me to stand in the midst of a culture where it's not popular. Where Christianity is becoming more and more pushed out. Help me not to faint. But help me to stand until the end. Help me to endure, Lord. Father God, I thank you today. I thank you for the teaching of your word. I thank you for the Holy Spirit. I thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit. I thank you for igniting the fire of God in the hearts of the listeners today, Father God. Wherever they may be listening to this, Father, I thank you for your children that you have all over this globe, all over this world. From the north, from the south, from the east, and the west. God, I thank you that you're speaking to hearts. I thank you that you're even refilling some people right now. They need to be filled with your presence once again, with your power. I thank you, Father God, for shaking us to our core. Help us to understand and know the time which we're living in, Lord God, that it's time out for passive Christianity, but we have to be bold as lions, but harmless as doves. I thank you, Father God, for those that are your sons and your daughters, that they are being led by your Spirit. I thank you for speaking to our hearts. For speaking to our minds. I thank you for revealing yourself to us more and more each and every day. To you be all the honor, all the glory, all the power, Lord God. In the mighty matchless name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Will you stay encouraged and know that God is faithful? Remember the words in Romans 10, 17, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Be sure to share this episode with someone in your life. Also, share on your social media outlets. And I would love for you to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and be sure to subscribe to my new YouTube channel. You can find the links to all my pages by visiting my website, at www.paulacornet.weebly.com. God bless you and hope that you will take time to listen again soon.